All right, welcome back to the Pursuit of Truth podcast, and the pursuit continues. I'm Regan. And I'm Riley. Yes, Riley's back. Yep, so today uh, we're going to talk about religion. Um, if I'm quoting Riley correctly, I believe your statements on religion in the last podcast we had, Jen, was God is fake and gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something I'd say. So I wanted to add just a little bit more nuance to uh to that statement i really think it's ready to package and ship i don't it's not a whole Pretty lot good package that. yeah <laughs> i feel like we're done well, here i think put it away i think when we talk about religion there's really just five fundamental questions that i think religion tries to answer and again i'm not a religious expert and feel free to either say hey that question shouldn't be there though i'd be very surprised if you think that or a question should be added. But I think these are the five really big, hard-hitting questions that religion tries to provide answers to. Um, so they are, how did we come to be? What is truth? What is morality? What is the meaning of life? And what happens after we die? So I kind of want to discuss my answers to each of those. Um, but first, like the religious person, would, a monotheistic Christian, let's just say, um, as opposed to the polytheistic Christian, you know, those exist, but would say, how did we come to be? Well, God created us. What is truth? Whatever God says. What is morality? Whatever God says we should do and we shouldn't do. What is the meaning of life? God knows the meaning of life. Doesn't tell you, but he knows it. It's there. What happens after we die? I would say we go to God. Those are all just very simplistic, dumbed-down answers. I'm sure they're very complicated for Christians. I'm sure that's not how we do it, but that's my five-second digest of what the religious perspective would be. And so this God concept is part of all those answers. And so I think a lot of our discussion on religion is trying to discredit that that God concept. Like, just no, no, that's not it. Wrong answer. That answer is wrong. But again, kind of go back into the Lockheed principle, what is the right answer then? You can say, okay, fine, you disprove God is the wrong answer. What's the right answer? Well, we haven't disproven that God is the right answer. I mean, of course, we really haven't disproved that. But I think a lot of people would argue that way. Um, Right, yeah. And so the answers... To these, so the the big one out of these five that I guess we've talked about the entire length of the podcast, but the big one is what is truth, and that the answer to that question again is really important because if I say how did we come to be, well how did we come to be is X, then you can follow that. Well, how do you know that's true? And then now you need to know what is truth. Again, what is morality? Well, morality is X. Well, how do you know that's true? And then that comes back to what is truth. Essentially, any question you didn't answer comes back to what is truth. And so we have God, that's one answer. We have uh, skepticism, which is what essentially you said there when we don't know. It's like, I just, I don't know, okay? I don't know. I'm not going to, I have a, a gap in my knowledge, and I'm not going to fill it with anything. I'm going to leave it empty. Um, that to me is what skepticism is. We have reliableism, I think is what it's called, which is, this thing, I filled it with this gap, this gap with this knowledge, and it seems to work all the time. The second it stops working, I will kick it out. But until that time, 
it stays in. And I think for a lot of our conclusions about life, especially the very complicated ones, I think that's a pretty way, good way to go. The last one is the one I would profess to, to some extent. I like skepticism, I like reliabilism, but I think absolution is also on the table for reasons we described in our knowledge podcast. Um, primarily that the law of identity is an absolute requirement of existence. You cannot exist without having definition. And because of that, some things come along for the ride that you will always, always have. And going really quickly, because I know that's going to conflict with the reliabilism portion of this, you have some mechanism that tells you if something is or is not reliable. Where is that coming from? Are you applying your reliabilism to the mechanism that dictates what is and what is not reliable? Or is this mechanism outside of that and absolute and therefore is coming from the law of identity, which is what I would argue. But that is really the truth portion of it, and we can go in, we've gone more in depth. You can go listen to the previous podcasts about that. But I think those are the answers to really what is truth. Um, again, I would really go with the, the law of identity one. And again, if it gets more complicated to the point I can't analyze all the variables, it's too much for me, I'd probably go with reliabilism. And then if it's something I truly can't answer, which is two of these questions fit that, I would go with skepticism. Um, one more thing I think we should define is what faith and knowledge are, and the difference between the two. And I think that's kind of a complicated answer in of, a, of itself. But I would give a, a simple distinction I want to establish is, is this, quite simply. I believe lightning comes from Zeus on Mount Olympus. Okay, so that's a faith thing. I don't know it, but I believe it. But I know that lightning is an electrostatic discharge between the Earth and the atmosphere. Can I hold that belief while knowing it's an electrostatic discharge? I would say no. I would say once you know something, faith gets kicked out. I mean, what you you could? I think you could. I I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. You don't think? I mean, they're making the same. It could, it could be Zeus. Claim. Maybe maybe that's just how the lightning travels. Maybe Zeus forces the electrostatic discharge from between the Earth and the atmosphere. Okay, but we, rather we know it's not Zeus. No, I know, but like if you were to like, I'm going on in the hypothetical that you only know what you just said. Like, if you don't know, like, all... The physics yeah, behind it? Yeah, the actual it. physics behind it and all the other science behind it. And you, like, if you just figured out that it's just electrostatic discharge, right? Like, I don't think that necessarily, like, disproves the existence of Zeus. Like, kind of, kind like of... Zeus, uh, so, like, so, like, Zeus himself may or may not exist, but I know that lightning is not caused by Zeus. How do you know that? Because I know it's electrostatic discharge. Okay, maybe that's just the mechanism of how it goes. Like you don't know if he's causing like, like again. We're assuming that you don't actually know like, like all, all the way the down. Yeah, to we're just the lava where they were literally just it's just electrostatic discharge. That's it. Period. We don't know anything else. So about you don't it. think that eliminates Zeus from the causal chain of what? I mean, I don't. I don't think it necessarily <laughs> has to. Um, it's kind of like the with this and I because so I think you bring up a, uh, this is an interesting point of like you're right I don't know but well, now if we had a physicist in the room right. they do know yeah not to belabor the stupidity <laughs> of this point but to go to to like go to something else uh, this kind of is like the the evolution and God argument right like if you have evolution you can't have God like if you're a quote unquote creationist um, like 
It's the means that God right. A lot of people would have said that evolution disproves God, just disproves the Bible. But then a lot of people came out and said, "Well, what if God created evolution and this was how He intended it for it to be, something like that?" And so I was kind of getting at something along those lines. Obviously, we know all this, like the, well, we know a vast majority of the science behind how um, lightning works. So Um, yeah, let me let me just. Again, if, since we're in hypothetical land, let me just say I am a physicist, and I do know. Okay, yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah. Sure. Then I, I have no room. Right. Yeah. Okay. For for faith in that regard, and so my main point there is, if you have true knowledge, actual Wait, I have knowledge. A question: What if Zeus is in like, his form is some form of is a form that you can't like see, hear, or detect with any form of scientific measurement that we have, or scientific measuring devices that we have. Is completely undetectable to the senses to the human, uh, to the human body, and he has he is actually do he actually he has some causal mechanism and yeah, part of he lightning has some causal mechanism of lightning. Well, then if we can't detect it and we can't sense it, doesn't it, mean it's not there. Yeah, but it's also completely relevant. <laughs> I mean, true. Like how often you know what if things can. What if the nothing? But you can't. Can, but you can't. You can't say that. Then what, what if there are aliens in this room right now that we can't see, smell, touch, or you know, like? Well, I mean, technically, you don't know. I mean, I get this is a technicality argument, and this is retarded. But also, but how is that relevant? Like, if there are aliens in this room, look, if there's an alien who's I been following like, you all your life, I don't, and like you've never been able to sense him, and he's abs- never done anything in your life. Like, I don't like the idea of absolute statements because I feel like there are very, very, very few absolute statements that are truly absolute. Mainly, like, time and the so, law of identity and the law of numbers being, or quantity being, like, the only three that I can remember off the top of my head. Like, those ones are fine. But everything else, I don't like the, I I don't think like the absolute. you don't like the absolute because you like revision. And I'm not against revision. Like, you need to be able to adapt to change your mind. If you get new information, you need to take that in and change your position if the information warrants it. I think that's what people like. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to be able to have that adaptability. But again, like you said, law of identity is not on the table. Quantity is not on the table. Time is not on the table. Binary logic is not on the table. Mathematics is not on the table. Computation is not on the table. These are not things you get to fuck with and say these are can go away at any given right. moment. Like that's just not on the table. But I again, I think that's part of the skepticism. Okay, just to be completely <laughs> tangential here. Um, sure. Can you say okay? So we have the law of gravity. It's a law now, right? Like it got. It's not I don't think. I don't think. I still think it's a theory. Okay. Could I say that the law of gravity is a theory because there's somewhere in the universe where it might not actually apply or exist? Is that a possibility? I think it's more like, can a universe exist without gravity? Okay. Which I, I would say I, yes. I don't want to go into this conversation anymore. <laughs> Let's go back. That's okay. Just a question I had about the other day. So again, that. My point I want to make here is that faith and knowledge really can't occupy the same conceptual space. Right. And that's the point I, I, I want to make. I would agree with that. Now, you can, again, you can leave that space open. And so for the two of my questions are, how did we come to be? Well, as you said, evolution would be part of that. And then the Big Bang will probably be coming next after that. And then where did the Big Bang come from? I don't know. Um, I don't think anyone really knows that. So that's just a gap. I'm not going to fill it with anything. Maybe that's where God comes into play and says, like, wha-bam, there right, it is. Then where did God come from? Yeah, and then you, you do have the infinite regression thing. Right. And again, I think the law of identity is the hard line there, but I don't know how you get law of, you know, existence, you know, physical reality from law of identity. I don't, I, I don't know if that bridge can be crossed or how you would do it. 
So I just don't know. And to me, that's skepticism to me. I like, I don't know. I'm not going to put an answer here. Um, I have no evidence for one way or the other, you know, up until the Big Bang. There's some evidence for that. Um, what happens after we die? Again, I don't know. Right. Um, I would propose that we cease to exist. Because, again, a requirement of existence is to have definition. And your consciousness is, its definition is being maintained physically by your brain. And if your brain stops doing that, then what is picking up the definition? What is maintaining that? How is that happening? I would, it seems to me that doesn't happen. But again, I don't, I don't know if you go to the digital cloud and suddenly right, you're yeah, up yeah. there or yeah. just somewhere else. Well, ultimately, it's a gap. You can't know. Yeah, I, I can't know. What is true, I think we hammered that pretty hard. So what is morality? Again, I think we've also talked about that. I think deontology and consequentialism fill that gap in for what you should do, how you should be, I think is filled in by virtue ethics. What is the meaning of life? I think, again, we talked about that as well. I think you can define that without having God come into play. I feel like you can't define, like, the greater purpose, the greater definition of a meaning for life. Like, you can you can substitute what you believe, but ultimately you really don't know. Wait, hold up, Riley. We had a whole podcast where no, we did that. I, I know, <laughs> and we're saying, like, what we, thinks are the, uh, what we think is the best, like, pursuit, but that doesn't mean that, like, like, that we know what the actual, like, creation of humanity was for. Okay, like, like we, I don't. We we input our own our own belief would, into it. Would you take the purpose of humanity as a collective pursuit? Because I don't think that's really what we did in the meaning well, podcast. Was like at an individual. Well, level. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like you don't you don't know like the collective. You can and you don't know like the individual pursuit either. Like because you don't you don't know like if we were like we're in like you know the matrix or whatever. And there's a bunch of super aliens. Like we're gonna use the experiment the humans as like tests or experiments, whatever, whatever. Okay, obviously this is like some crazy fucking tinfoil hat theory. But the point is you don't know if that's a thing or not. You don't know like if God actually exists and He created humanity for a very specific purpose, right? Like we don't know if any of those things are there. Again, I would question what is the value of that. Well, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm not because He's certainly not telling us. I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying that there is value in that, but what I am saying is that you ultimately don't know what like the 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 over, like the meaning to life is. You can have meaning for yourself, right? I think you, you can, can give it to life i think that's where this question again we'll just go over what we did in the meaning of life well let's I not question- i mean I, I i understand what i'm saying like i understand what you're saying and i agree that you can inject you can put create your own meaning and pursue what you want to pursue and make your life meaningful to you i get that um and then there's there's somewhat object maybe possibly some sort of objective line there but the more important thing is just as you don't know what happens to you when you die you don't know the quote-unquote purpose for which humanity was created, if there is one or not. And to me, when so, I, so are we talking about like this 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 grandiose meaning of life, where it's like this grand big picture scale, or are we talking about the meaning of life for an individual? Because like, I think there's like almost two definitions here. Like, what would be the grandiose? De- like to me, it's an individual. The, the, the grandiose definition would be kind of like, okay, we've created you know, beep boop beep, we have created humans to serve you know. To follow the cheese. So, like, the there's some creator before you that has a right, purpose or, and, for like, you. Possibly, right? There's something out there, some greater power that created this, and they have purposes for each individual, right? Maybe so, that. Maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. I don't know any of that. Um, yeah. So I think you're like, 
life gives you lemons, why the hell did you give me lemons life? <laughs> right, yeah, and you just And the thing know. is, is, like, you don't know. But also, why does it matter? Like, unless well, because, well, life okay. comes in okay, and is, like, why, forcing then your why hand. why does it matter what happens when you die? Because nobody wants to cease to exist. It's not a, a desirable you're outcome. You're going to, so why does it matter? Because, like I said, it's, um... Dejection of mortality. I'm still st like no one wants to die. It doesn't matter. You're going to die, so why? Who cares? Why even think about it? Because you're gonna have to face that inevitability. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to. Yes. And you don't want to. Well, you have to. So why does it matter if you? Because some people that? don't really want to. Well, it doesn't matter. Whether well, you then want they're gonna to say, hey, well, because I'm gonna continue to exist after I die. You see, there is still an afterlife. I don't even have to face this problem. I'm gonna continue onwards. Uh, I, I mean, the, the the problem is, is like the the uselessness. The, there's zero value in concerning what happens to you after you die because it's going to happen anyway. There's nothing you can do to change it, and there's no way you'll ever know. So who cares about what? Unless you attach some things you have to do now in your life to ensure that after you die, okay, I it's mean, a you good could, time. You could easily do this with the greater the greater meaning. The, the problem is like there's an inconsistency here. Like you can't just say that the the great the greater the the meaning of life it, it, like it has no value who gives a shit, but somehow I have to give no, a shit no, about no, what happens like, when you die. Because I that like, applies they're both to equivalently the, useless. They're, no, that applies to you on the individual level. I think meaning is a psychological thing that humans need. No, but but you, I agree. But like as a society, like as a collective, as humanity. No, I agree. Like, but if you're talking about like this great big question, like that's like what what is the meaning of life? That's like something you can't answer. You can you can find meaning and create meaning for yourself, but you for can, your life, right? But you right? can never answer the question of what is the meaning for life, the overall meaning. You have no idea. And I don't understand why that has no value, but the thing that you can't know that will happen that you'll never be able to find out or whatever about, that one matters for some fucking reason. Because I think, again, people... And you're, you're attaching all these strings that people, that people have, like, attached in his, historically, but people could also attach strings to the, the, the meaning of life. Like, if the meaning of life is doing X, Y, and Z, then I need to... Just, okay, yeah, perfect. Just as you say, if people attach things they need to do now before when they die, well, you could say that there's things you need to do now to serve the greater meaning of life if you, you know, make one up. Like... So, I mean, bo in both cases, they're, like, essentially equivalent. So I don't think that one has value and the other doesn't. And in which case, if, one, if the other doesn't have value, then they both don't. The thing is, like, let's say I had a purpose for you, Riley. Okay. Like, I... When you're created, I have plans. I never tell you your plan. I never tell you my plans. I never mess with you. And you live out your, your life. Like, okay. do you really care what mine were? Like, even though I never interacted with you in any way or affected you in any way? Okay, so... Because, like, again, having... Having meaning come from an okay, external so this, thing so from this you. This is my plan for you when you die. I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. Okay, but I'm not ever going to intervene. Dying is going to affect you. That is going to come into play in your right. life. Meaning from an external thing that never affects you, I think that makes it irrelevant. Maybe you don't know it. Maybe you don't know that if it affects you or not. Maybe it does affect you. Again, maybe there's an alien who's been with you all your life who's never done anything at all ever <laughs> He's just always been there, but you can't see him, touch him, taste him, anything. 
what is the point other I than... Mean, I mean, I kind of agree, but I still disagree with the idea that you can answer that question. I feel like that question should remain unanswered. You can create your own meaning, and you can build meaning for yourself. I, again, I think you're, you will you're never taking this meaning. collectivist approach to the meaning of, of, of life. Like, okay, but like typically in the universe. Right, typically when people ask about the meaning of life, it's like a big quote-unquote question. But I think that's something we covered in the Meaning of Life podcast, where we're like, we can't answer this on a collective level. I think... There's some generic okay, okay, psychological. So you, so you can't answer the big picture like collective collectivism fucking like uh, perspective of it. That, that question goes and answers. So this question that you're referring to is on an individual level. If it's on an individual level, yeah, I agree. I, I, and I, I think there's some like to some extent there's some psychology that all humans share that I think can help answer that. I'm not a psychological expert. Right, I mean, I agree that you can create your own meaning and, and things like that. But, like, I, I, the idea that, like, the question of what is the purpose of humanity, right, which is the same thing as what is the meaning of life, like, I, I don't, it's unanswerable. And, it, no. yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The thing is, is, like... I mean, I don't think what happens to you die. Like, when you, like, like, you can say, yeah, but you're going to die and dying is going to affect you. Yeah, but it also is, is going to happen, period. There's nothing you can do to escape it. So there's no point to really care about it. It's going to happen. I mean, like, it's gonna, ho- hopefully it doesn't happen, like, you know, soon. Hopefully you are able to live out a good life and do some good things. But, I mean, like, it's going to happen, period. Right? You can't well, agreed, change yes. it. You don't know anything about it. So... I don't understand. But you care. I mean, I, if you're going to die five minutes from now, I think you care quite a bit. But I don't think there's any reason to care. Uh, okay, uh, assuming that the death here is like a natural cause death. I'm not saying like there's no reason to not run out in front of a car and kill yourself. Right? Assuming you're going to die of like natural causes in old age, right? And you, like the clock is going to tick its full its full so, length of time. Like I, I think that the idea that you should care about that is relative, is on it, is like, nonsense like who gives a shit it's gonna happen whatever i think you're kind of you're trying to say accept this fact that this is gonna happen right and just move on yeah yeah i see i agree i don't think other people can do that okay well i don't care what they can and can't do i'm thinking in, in, a, in i think a, okay a pre- the majority of people can i'm thinking do in, that. A, in a prescriptive world okay where people are perfect like this would be something that i think would be completely relevant that you're going to die one day from natural causes or old age, whatever, just as irrelevant as it is, it would, I, I think it is just as irrelevant from like a, a a thought standpoint as like the overall greater purpose of humanity. I can kind of I, I agree with you. Like as as again, you said prescriptive. I kind of agree with you. I think as a prescription, that's you know right. Just like, obviously, I don't think that's the society we live yeah, in right in, now. In a, in a pragmatic real world, of course, that is not the case. But I and I think that's again one of the purposes religion serves because every religion has well not every religion I don't know that but most religions have an afterlife. Right. Most religions say this death thing not a big deal. Don't worry about it. You will continue to exist in some form. Right. And again, you just don't know that. I've always thought about that. Like, okay, so if you continue to exist, doesn't that mean that there's like a million? Because like, wouldn't that mean that? every single soul ever was like a person like can you imagine meaning like a caveman's soul like what is like a is it, is it just like, like retarded <laughs> like, <laughs> like i always thought it was interesting like imagine, well they've been alive for twenty thousand years so well, imagine, i hope they're probably even smarter imagine than how you. big the like the, the the amount of souls are like heaven better be one bitch and like large one place. giant hard drive yeah exactly there's a lot of people on there again i just i 
I don't or know it's how like, you... Or is mean... everything just in constant recycle mode? Uh, you know what? Like it's, <laughs> like we said, it's there's right, no knowledge in this gap, yeah, and done. you can put anything you want right, into yeah, it. Right, yeah, you can make any fantasy fairy tale you want. Okay. Yeah, and again, it's it's very hard to do it, since there's no rules, right? The Knowledge is the rules, and if there's no knowledge there, you can do whatever you want. Right, yeah. And I think, but I think the best route is just to say, like, I don't know. Right. Um, Probably the most fair... But again, like, I think, well, I feel like I kind of glossed over some of these. I don't know if I, but we also answered them in previous podcasts. So you can go to those if you really want a more in-depth of what I think truth is and what Riley thinks truth is and what morality is and what we think that is. Um, those are the first and second. No, it's the second and third um, podcasts. Uh, the Meaning of Life one is pretty plainly labeled. Um, but yeah, I just... Again, I, I think skepticism has its place when we just really can't answer a question. I think reliabilism has a place when you're trying to answer very complex questions about physical reality. And I think absolution has its place in terms of providing the mechanism that it's going to allow you to gather answers about physical reality. Or about any answers, really. Right. Um... That's already I have on religion. Like again, I'm an I'm a, I would be an agnostic atheist. Let me specify that. So again, I don't believe there's a god. Um, well, that's not agnostic. That's making a claim. I don't know if there is a god or not. So when you just be agnostic, then don't atheists make the claim that there is no god? Not that I, I give think a an shit. agnostic is like until. I think an agnostic atheist is until I have evidence that God is, exists, I'm not going to act as though he does. I think that's it. I think agnostics can be. So what is like is a regular agnostic just like or is a regular athe atheist just like an ignorant atheist? I like think God like exist, I think period? like well, we defined a narcissistic atheist, which is I'm an atheist and I'm better than you. I think a, a true atheist is there is no God and I believe there is no God. I don't have any evidence for that, but. I'm going to state there is no God, period. Hmm. Um, like, you're making a hard claim on that end. I'm not going to make a hard claim because, again, I don't have any evidence to say there is no God. Um, right. And I think skepticism needs to, again, fill that hole. Until I have evidence, I'm not going to make any claims here. But in terms of the other things that God provides, such as, like, what is truth? What is morality? What is the meaning of life? I think those three, I don't need God to answer those questions. Like, I have all that I need to provide pretty solid answers to those questions on an a priori fundamental level. Um, and again, how did we come to be and what happens after we die? I, again, have no answers for those things. I have no knowledge to put in, into those gaps, so I'm going to make no claim. And I think that's... To me, that works. Now, again, I think some people... Like, there's some comfort that comes with this. I think it comes with the meaning, really, portion of it. Also with the fact that, oh, I don't have to worry about not existing because it's never going to happen. Because I'm just going to continue after I die. This is all just a check, <laughs> it's I child's guess. play. And again, like, I really also don't like that perspective because it's just like, you can throw this part away. Like, after you die, you're going to live forever. So... To me, it's like, well, this is trivial. I can throw it away. It also kind of gives me this thing of like, this is trivial. Why not fix it and make it perfect? 
if it's so small, if it's such a small portion, just take the two seconds to make it great. Like, oh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, if heaven is this paradise, well, because you're not allowed to kill yourself. In heaven? No, you're not allowed to kill yourself to get to heaven. Right. So I thought that's what you were saying, right? Because life, like, if, if, if the human world is, is, like, a bunch of, like, a waste of time and, like, the real, the good shit's after, then, like, yeah, why not just fucking immediately off yourself and just carry mm-hmm. on? Um, but you can't do that because if you commit suicide, but you go to hell. I think the other thing that I don't... Damn, that's a genius fucking... They really thought that one out. The thing I, uh, I also really don't like is that how God gets off the hook. And let me explain that. So, Riley, in my back pocket, on a USB thumb drive I have, I have the cure to cancer. It's actually on my back pocket. It's just right there. And you know what? I could use that to save millions of lives. Right. But then I'd become super famous, and it kind of interfere with my life. And then you might come to me to solve other problems that are really hard, and I just, I don't want that responsibility. So I'm just, I'm not going to divulge the cure to cancer. I'm just not going to do that. Now, I think you're going to hold me as a moral monster. Like, Regan, you're doing something clearly wrong. You're letting millions of people die. You're putting... You could prevent society going into this horrible state. So... uh, Why aren't you? I understand where you're going with this, and the equivalency is false. um, Because if God... Okay, so I'm assuming where you're going to take this is that God lets children starved to death, they're born with AIDS, drug addictions, etc., etc. All the horrible things that happen in the world, right? God lets, right. lets exist. So the problem that I have with this argument is that the reason why it's not equivalent for you is because you are not a grand existence, right? You are not of a greater power. So you don't know like how it works. But let's say God, he is the greater power and we and he is real and he knows that that this is all trivial, right? Let's say for him, like, let's say whenever mechanism exists, he knows that this existence is a blip in your the total time of your grand existence, right? Or this existence is maybe one of billions that you'll have, so who gives a shit? And, in the, in, obviously, I'm not saying that, like, the children dying isn't horrible, but maybe how he sees it is like, oh, well, it's not a big deal, you... This life got fucked. You have a million, billion more to go. So we perceive it as this great, horrible thing because to us, this is all we have. It's your one shot. And those children, all the horror that happens, those people's one shot got taken from them. Whereas if you look at it from a grand perspective, maybe he's saying because this is so trivial, he doesn't care. Like, it's all right. The suffering you're feeling now, it's not that you'll be like, maybe it's like a day of being sick. Right. And maybe like the scale of pain on an existence level, on a grand existence level. Right. We might think that, you know, like a child being born with some horrible disease and dying like a very painful death to us. That's awful. That like that's insane. Right. But maybe even the 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 pain of existence on the grand scale, like that's like, you know, like a one out of ten or maybe like a point one out of ten or something. I think that argument also works against you, though, because if it's just this small blip. Why not take the 10 seconds to fix it? Like, if let's say on your floor here, I mean, you have one stain, and you just never clean that stain, and it will take you two seconds, because you're all-powerful, I mean, or to clean the stain. Or it's just a small... Clean the freaking stain. Well, I mean, oh, but that's not a real, real argument. I mean, like, it's also a small stain that has absolutely no impact or significance but whatsoever. But it's suffering that you could... Again, going to this little speck of, of grand existence, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's suffering that you could delete... 
Like, you clearly I mean, have the power to delete it. Why I mean, not? It's a very, I mean, maybe again, maybe it's just so insignificant. Like, who cares? Maybe let's move. Like, maybe it's not. A, maybe he's working on other shit, you know? Maybe he's got a big desk full <laughs> I don't of shit th- to do. I with. think the fact that you have the power to do it, and if you're God, I guess your time is trivial or whatever, just fix it. Just fix it. I mean, again, I, I, if it's so insignificant, it doesn't matter. I could see, like, I think that's a fair argument to not care. Just as the stain on the wall, like, if the stain is so insignificantly small, like, if the stain is, like, I don't know how small stains can be, but if there's, Literally, like... A, if it was just a blink of your eye, just you just had to think about it for a tenth of a second, and it's fixed. I'm, okay, fine. Let's add like, in... Let's add, let's, let me add a little bit more to my fake God. Um, maybe, like... The, the, the suffering you endure here is this is sound terrible, but maybe like the suffering that your existence endures here is like punishment for a prior existence, something like that. Maybe it like I, I don't think that's a good argument. I, I'm not saying that well it's not an argument. It's like what if this is like his thing, you know? Like, oh well you fucked over here, so now you gotta go over here and you're gonna live some shit existence in this one and then the next one you can try again. What if that's a thing? I don't know. Uh, it, I think it, that's a terrible. So that's in reincarnation, like your past I, life. I, okay, it doesn't. You no, 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 no it, you're, you're not. The point is, is that God can be anything that you want, and can be anything that you can think of, and there is no fucking way. There's not a perspective out there that, or, or grand scenario, in fantasy world that you couldn't that that couldn't justify what happens in this life to be it fair to make it okay, fair. Okay, let me ask you one question about God, about whatever your definition of God is. Is he conscious? I have no idea. I, and, and like in my fake scenario of God, mm-hmm. I I does, does he need to be conscious for this? I. I I feel like most people's definition of God is because if God isn't conscious, okay, the then he's is, just a machine. This is splitting. That does this stuff. is splitting hairs, and it, it is. This is like an irrational refusal to accept something. And like the the fact of the matter is, is you could very easily craft a God in because remember the scenario is a scenario of limitless possibilities where anything goes, and you can make anything yes, that you this want. Yes, a gap of knowledge. Yeah, because right? it's God. Yeah, there are no want. rules. So. The idea that you couldn't create a scenario where what happens to us in this world to humankind is is fair is ridiculous. There's of course a scenario where you could you'd have to do some reaching and you have to really paint a pretty fucking picture. But I, I would 100% believe, or and 100% of the mind that you could somehow in some fucking way justify what happens to humankind on all scales. I think it's pretty easy. Random chance. Okay, sure, and uh, yeah, and you and you could say that, and you okay. Uh, let me further, let me further this that, and that it's not, and it doesn't come back in such a way that God's a piece of shit. There you go, or that God's an asshole, or whatever it is so that your original I, I think, conjecture was. I think first off, God has to have definition. Okay, so, sure. So he gets well, he has to hear the law of identity. I think he has two possible outcomes of his, of his definitions either he's a machine like thing he's function he, right you input this god does x right i don't think people think of god like that no maybe they do but i don't think so two he's a conscious being in some way right if he is a conscious being then i i think he has to adhere to morality like I think that adheres to him as well. I mean, uh, okay, sure, but uh, again, you could you could craft scenarios 
And then that's that's the where point. he's I'm a conscious being that is fair and just, that is moral. But again, going back to my original point, I'm a conscious being too. And if you're going to hold these standards no, to the, me, the, the, I think no, you're going to hold no, it to no, God. No, 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 the difference is, is you are, your, your scope of knowledge and power is extreme, is not even, is not even, it's inconsequential to his. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. You live in, we're assuming that God is in control of everything. So God knows all you live in the tiniest bubble of that all, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you do not follow the same the same law or the same like reaction again it's not fair to you because or it's not fair um to god because god knows everything so he could know a lot more there's a lot more part moving parts in the equation that he could theoretically be in control of that we could also add if we wanted to um so that's why the standard is not the same and that i don't think that's the case no, i don't that is that is absolutely the case so you think deontology and consequentialism at some point if you gain some knowledge you get to chuck those out if if I would assume absolutely that there is a world of scenarios that exist or a, a, a scenario that exists where there is a number of variables that could render those things false, wrong, or maybe they don't apply to God. Okay, like, because again, all these things are, are, are created in the scope of the knowledge of mankind at the time. It's extremely limited. This is not a being. We are not beings that are omnipotent. We are not beings that are infinite. But we are a collection of conscious beings. It doesn't matter. Like I the, think that matters. Those two details of infinite knowledge and infinite existence change the equation. But we're still not talking about a it, collection it, of conscious it doesn't, beings. It doesn't matter. Just because you're conscious doesn't mean that anything, that, you, that the rules that you create could not somehow be broken or something in some scenario or perspective. That, like, you don't know. The pro- you have that as a constant. Okay. Is that a constant? I don't know what you, what do you mean. Like, you're always going to have conscious beings. Yes. Okay. Some things come along for the right Okay, thing. okay. Sure. Here, here's like, consequential. Okay. Okay. I don't think goes away. Okay, listen. You the, always have a collection I'll, of I'll fucking go into detail state. and explain it. You, because you are a piece of shit for holding the fucking cure to cancer, because you, as far as you know, this is one life, this is all we have, you are letting millions of people suffer, okay? This is a far different swinging away from a scenario where you are an ultimate being and you know all of the existences that each individual soul will go to. And let's say that you are saying, let's say on their grand existence they fucked up one of the lives and now you're in your next existence is humankind and you're gonna have a shit humankind existence because you fucked up the one before and then you're gonna get another try through if that's how his mechanisms works he can be a totally conscious human being he can completely justify all the bad shit that happens in the human world and he can be completely okay with it because it's just a punishment kind of like getting a slap on maybe he sees it as a slap on the wrist and it's it is that because of the grand level and scheme of existence that he knows of you do not know any of these things you are completely unaware as to all of this as best you know this life is the one we got there's nothing trivial about what occurs here okay so that's why you're a piece of shit here i don't even think if you add infinity onto this life it ever becomes trivial okay whatever that's not the point. No, no, that is a crux of your no, okay, argument. No, no, no. This I, is I, trivial, I just, and just, therefore fuck it. I just understood <laughs> what you said. No, it, it, I'm not. It doesn't have to be trivial, but into his mind, it could be a, a, a fair punishment for what you did the life before. There you go. And you don't know. Maybe it is a fair punishment. Maybe that does work, right? You have no idea. Maybe it could be. Maybe he is justified doing it. Maybe he does. Maybe he he has acknowledges and he knows all this. And he's totally okay with it because that's how it should be. 
in his, in his and and it follows all the rules of morality and what the fuck blah 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 ever. Okay, there you go. So I don't think so. One is a we. You don't know. The, no no no. No no no. There's no. I don't think Do here. You, no. First off, reincarnation. I don't get punished for. Not my agency. You okay? No, you don't know. So if, let's start there. No, you don't. Okay. Secondly, consequentialism no. is not going away. Okay, so let's say. Okay, you say you don't get punished for your own agency from life before, but you don't know if like once you die, you go back and like you go back to like your grand existence or your overall existence, and then you like have a little conversation with God, and then like you feel like the pain of the prior life. Like you don't know how it how it flows from life to life. And then it's life. deleted. It doesn't. It. The point is, you don't. Fucking no. Riley, I don't know if there's aliens in this room right now with me that have absolutely no interaction with me. The point is is that there is a scenario that could that exists and all where you can change millions upon millions of variables and still exist within the lines of conscious beings to where you can justify what happens to humankind in this life. Period. That it exists. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, maybe mine is not the best. I don't think that exists. I don't. You don't. Riley, if you have a collection of conscious beings. Oh my god. Consequentialism comes along for the ride, and it never goes away. Even if it's, it's there, you can still put something. You can still make up something where it, that there is no way you can't craft a fucking loophole where con- consequentialism exists. Like I, I'm like no. This is ridiculous. Like, and and it, it, it's it's like it's it's. An argument for no reason, too. Like, okay, maybe God is totally... Maybe he is just a fucking asshole, or maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he knows something that we don't. I mean, I think I fell into my own trap, which is... Disprove... I, I don't like taking... I, I took the time here to try and disprove a point about God's existence. And generally, I don't like that, because it's been done a billion times. People do it better. And... It well, seems to go nowhere. Well, and, yeah, and it's ultimately pointless. The the, pro- the reason why this is like such an asinine conversation is because at the end of the day you don't know. Like, and this idea that there is no scenario possible in a realm where you can create anything that you want that he's... but you have to adhere to okay, law. Okay, sure, you adhere you to all. Some rules you adhere to, to all of it. You adhere to all of the rules with mm-hmm. all of those rules in place. Everything else is infinite. You couldn't possibly conceive of a scenario in some way where he somehow justifies and is a moral being the human suffering that occurs in our life like to me that seems insane i maybe i'm putting some more assumptions in here is god all powerful in this scenario he he is whatever he can be he if he we need a definition of god no 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 no, no. he can be whatever definition works to no, make these things work. I'm That's making assumptions about my definition of God. And this, I think, is where we're conflicting here. Okay, no, no. You don't, there's no assumptions of, of your definition of God. Then what is God? I don't know. In this scenario. But in he's the, just, he's nothing? Oh, he's a conscious being. That's all you get. Okay, and then whatever power... Well, I'm a conscious being. Okay, <laughs> uh, well, okay, but then I can add a bunch of shit. Like, okay, well, he's Okay, also, what, what is that shit you're adding? It's, I need to know. It's, it's whatever you need to make him moral and just in... While having the existence of human suffering in our in our life, that's it. That bullshit that you can add, it's whatever is required to make that work. You have all the rules, all all the assumptions that you have. You have these conscious being, and then all whatever traits, attributes you need, whatever circumstances, whatever scenarios, whatever bullshit power, omnipotence, eternity, whatever you need to make the suffering of human life justified in his eyes, where he's still a moral human being, where we're still conscious beings. Okay. 
that that and that's it that that and, and that that's 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 the scenario okay and that's what i'm saying that's what it's why the problem with this is is that is god a piece of shit or is he not well the problem with he is is that you are you are dismissing all of the essentially infinite combinations like, of possibilities and circumstance that could exist to where he is a moral being he does follow all of our laws and then he then and then it he the human suffering is justified okay that's that's a problem like that's not like He's a conscious being who has... The okay, there's no point in thinking about it, because the, uh, the point is... Like, just is that part where you're like, he allows... A, he's a conscious being with infinite power, let's say he has infinite power... Okay, sure. ...to stop human suffering. Okay. But he's still moral, and he has the power to stop his human suffering. Well, but he's, he's still moral. Well, he, he's like I, he's that, moral. I don't the, know how you connect but the, that. But the suffering... Okay, okay, well, again, my scenario where, like, the suffering is like, justified. I, I maybe... Again, maybe this Again. is your skepticism of like there could be a possibility. Oh, okay. I think I'm having a hard time seeing like okay, keep the, again, the, cure the, the cancer suffer, the, in your the pocket, suffering is, but you're moral to do that. The, well, okay, you are not moral because you we we've already established that you are a very limited existence, whereas he is not, right? And because he is not, because there are no limitations, you could. I, I think it's there has to be like I don't think that in and of it that's arbitrary to me. That is not arbitrary because if his if his thing the knowledge has to. I, no, you're no, saying okay. there's some information he possesses that I don't right, that ab- changes yeah, this ab- ab- mixture. N- yes, it does because again. Again, it, it, maybe he doesn't see the human suffering as just un, like wanton suffering. It's completely unwarranted, or like, like maybe he sees the suffering as a punishment for what you did the life before, right? And it might not be connected in this realm, but maybe once you die, you then receive that punishment, right? You then receive all that happens to you, whatever. I, again, I don't know how any of this works because I'm just and making. You don't want to. You don't want to argue that point of like this is the mechanism punishment. Yeah, right? I have no idea how. Because we've discussed. I'm literally just making this shit up as I go. Okay, but maybe that's his. That's his form of punishment for your soul, right? Maybe there's like a you have like types of existence, right? This is like your your living existence. Then you have your grand existence for your soul, right? And then the life that you lived here, all the suffering you felt here was felt on like your your soul existence feels it, right? And then you return your. I don't know. Again, this is this is the problem, right? Is that this is all fantasy land. It can be whatever you want. You can make whatever. You can put whatever block, whatever I, piece you need to make this make this happen. So, in so I guess the the thing that I'm saying is that I believe that there is a way to justify the human suffering that occurs and still be a moral human being if you can have anything that you want in this scenario, right? I, I think that is a, possi- I think a that's reasonable a possibility. Tough possibility okay to come by. maybe how about this maybe all the soul this is also gonna sound terrible maybe all the souls of like the the suffering people like and on all that shit that's happening maybe those are like bad souls okay maybe they were like really sh- they're like really shit souls in like the grand scheme and so he's just that's their punish that's their hell right maybe that's what it is because and they're i would like to propose my answer of random chance and now I'm going to take the Occam's Razor route because you're okay, just like no, sure, creative no. writing over here. It's just right. random okay, chance. You, Shit happens you at ma- random. You fucking made me to get, get into this. And of course, this is all total bullshit. But again, the point here is that I do not believe that when you have an infinite number of possibilities and circumstance and whatever you want at your whim, that you couldn't create a scenario where there is a, a conscious where being that is you're moral. a conscious being that has the power to stop suffering, but you're moral not to. Yes. That is, I think that's very against consequentialism. Sure. And 
but I, I, I think I, that I, makes I have lack the creative capacity to okay. even imagine that. Sure, and I, 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 I do too, as <laughs> as evidence from my awful scenarios. But I am saying that I do not believe that there is no because again, you have infinite possibilities, combinations, whatever you need yeah, at your whim to create. I think create you're this like Bayes' theorem, is right? Kind of, you can you're do going to reliabilism. You can do like, whatever you want. To create this thing to exist. Now, again, and this is why it's like it's it's a it's a far and away difference from you because you don't have any of that available. You know that the or you at the at the best you know that this is your one existence. Nothing here to us is trivial. Okay. Nothing. Again, I still think if this existence again, you, whatever this magical knowledge is, it, it can't be this existence is small. That is irrelevant. Whether this existence is everything or it's just a tiny little speck. It is suffering that can be reduced and consequentially okay, would prescribe sure. uh, okay, you to stop it. Okay, fine. And maybe maybe that's not what he's saying. Maybe he acknowledges it is suffering, but maybe it's like it's suffering for a purpose. It's justified in some way, right? Again, so that additional information coming from sure. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, again, it can be whatever you want. However you want to do it, whatever mechanism you want to create, whatever. The okay. point, going back to the overarching point to kind of finish this off, is that the idea, you, you can't paint... You don't know if, like, God is just or unjust because what is happening on the planet is what I'm getting at, right? I, first off, again, my point is, one, I find that scenario just very difficult yeah, intellectually to I mean, figure I, out. I agree. Two, is it, I would go back to skepticism here. I have no evidence for that being the case, so why would I fill it in with that? I mean, it's it's not, it's not, it's like, again, it's not that... Like, why you should believe, choose to believe this. It's just the argument that, like, I don't necessarily believe, or I don't necessarily, yeah, I, no, the argument is I don't necessarily believe that we know enough to dictate the morality of something that has infinite circumstance, power, and existence, et cetera, et cetera, okay? That's like kind of my issue. I will. I think it's very arrogant to believe something I, like that. Okay, so I'm again, I'm open to revision. I'm right. open to here's new information. Right. Now does that change your perspective? Well, it should if it's real information. Right. I find it very hard to believe that consequentialism would ever dictate. Hey, there's some suffering. You can reduce it. Don't. Like sure, that yeah. is very brutally difficult. Okay, yeah, that, but I would also say that you are not an omnipotent being with infinite power and circumstance. There's one thing I would say. In which case, I think if you had that on the table, it would probably be not that hard to believe it. Okay, because again, all the knowledge that you have is is knowledge. Again, that you that you, you got to understand know. these things are tied to existence. Right, and sure, I get that. But they're, again, they're going to be there. You are you are severely dismissing the the gravitas of infinite power, existence, circumstance, knowledge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I imagine that they pro those things probably have some form of impact on consequentialism in some way. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But they again, don't. I have I no really evidence know. for these things. Okay, it doesn't so. matter. But you also don't have ev any evidence that they that they don't exist, right? Blah blah blah. That's not the point. Like, but again, I'm gonna only act upon things I have evidence for. Okay, well, well, sure. I mean, this is not something that you act upon. Like whether you think God's a dick or, or conclude. Not. Okay, well, the, if, I personally don't think there's any reason to conclude something that has no actual value, right? Like, if whether God is a dick or not changes absolutely nothing. In any of our lives, thoughts, theories, whatever. Well, I think, I mean, in a religious person's life, I think it might. Well, okay, but they obviously don't. 
Right. And they, I'm assuming this is probably the, this. Well, I don't know, but like this would be the argument that I would take if I was a religious person to defend this. Like, you know, maybe he just knows more, right? Maybe it's justified to him, and maybe it's for something of greater purpose. Blah 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 blah. The point is, is that you don't know, and if it, there's no, and it has no pragmatic application or value in your life, in your life, and like who gives a fuck? I mean, about again, I've made it? that argument to you several times throughout this podcast thus far, but right, I, like, I agree. Like, there's no reason to conclude God's otherwise. God's gonna come down here and punch me in the face. I mean, he, he seems like he just takes right. a back seat and doesn't ever look over here. And I think because of that, I can also just easily dismiss him. And, like, let me let me clarify, you know, for my personal belief, I don't give a shit if God is a dick or not. I don't... None of that matters to me. Okay, I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't... None of that. Nope. I sure, mean... Sure, maybe not. I don't know. Don't if care. he existed, I would care. Because he's a conscious being, and that comes with some responsibilities that he has to adhere to at that point. Sure. That he's not. Well, the, you, you don't know that. You don't know if he's not. Right? That's Again, that's what we just... That's the whole thing we yeah. just argued. And you are... Un- I am not buying your argument. <laughs> you, you, it doesn't matter if you buy it or not. The point is you don't have a choice. Because you don't know shit. The, the, the idea, like... This no, is, God doesn't have a choice. No, this is uh, such an irrational, like... This is like when you say to people, like, yeah, I'm okay with the idea of, of like, repealing the Bill of Rights, and everyone freaks the fuck out, and they start just grabbing their, like, their their American flags, and it's like, listen, I'm not a fucking communist, dude. I'm not, like, saying that, like... I think the Bill of Rights is a really great document. The Founding Fathers were really smart people, and I think it's a really great idea. Don't get me fucking wrong. However, if an alien's race were to come down from the sky and say, if you do not delete the Bill of Rights and destroy it and, you know, strike it from history, we're gonna blow your planet up and destroy human existence. I'd probably be like, well, looks like the Bill of Rights probably has to go. You know, it looks like I'm not so much a fan anymore. And this is going back to our pragmatism versus truth thing. Because, again, what if they come down to the law of identity isn't true. Quantity isn't a thing. Time isn't a thing. All right, well, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's not a thing. Is that not a thing because they're going to blow us up? Yeah. That's an odd bocculum. Okay, well, the, the the difference is the other one. Okay, you change the argument that's a false equivalency. Those are not the same thing, okay? What I'm saying, like, what I'm saying is the argument for getting rid of something like the fucking... Um, Bill of Rights. I, I have, haven't heard it yet, but that doesn't mean I'm not. Uh, when I'm uh, the point I'm trying to get at is, there's no reason to have like this like, rational clinging what to. What I'm like, s- seeing here is that there's nothing absolute. There's no objective truth, and every no. you're, you're very reliableist here. Which again, I'm not against, but some things are absolute. No, and I, I acknowledge some things are absolute, but again. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm talking about is like this irrational clinging to an argument, to this clinging to an idea that something must be true, that it is true, that, that I just can't possibly conceive it, blah, blah, blah. Like this, and it, it's very much the same thing as when someone says, like, you know, or when I say, like, yeah, I'm all for getting rid of the Second Amendment and taking away the guns of the civilians. Everyone, 50% of the country roughly would freak the fuck out and be like, no, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then I would say, like, because they're going to make, they're going to jump to a bunch of conclusions. They're going to make a bunch of assumptions and things that are just not true. And all I'm going to say is, well, no, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a good thing. I think we should have it. But again, if the argument Okay, and may, perhaps it was my... I should have said this before I made the alien statement. If there is an argument that comes into existence, like, within our knowledge, that is significant... Okay, well, especially what I'm preaching here, all I'm, all I'm saying is... Pragmatism? The re, the revi- no, all I'm, all I'm saying here is the revisionist policy. Is that if something comes into existence, 
or data or something, some argument you know, comes to light that is very strong, very succinct, and very credible to why the Second Amendment shouldn't be a thing. And that argument overpowers all the evidence, ideas, and thoughts that we have for what the, over, what the Second Amendment is for, um, then, yeah, I would take the side of that argument and therefore be against the Second Amendment. Okay, a, an example of this would be if an alien race comes out and tells us to get rid of the Second Amendment, they're going to blow up all of humanity. That's a really strong argument That's against... That's an odd boculum. No, no, no it's... N I, I, I understand that it's an odd boculum in terms of, like, like why I this... Under and I understand the pragmatism of that, of, like, hey, we better do this or we're all gonna die. Right. Like, okay, deal! It, it, it's, not an odd, it's not an odd boculum, though. Like, I, I don't think it is. I, I don't think that that's, like, like it, that's actually what it is. What it is, it, all the aliens are doing is providing an argument, a strong argument against... Well, via force. That's not really an argument. Well, it does... <laughs> well, no, no. Not the fucking argument that they're presenting. We're just weighting the cost of one or the other. And if the, one, the, co if the argument for or the argument against the Second Amendment is that we will all survive as a species, and then on the other side, if we keep it, we all die as a species. Okay, it's not an odd box. Forget that the aliens are saying they're going to blow us up if we don't get rid of it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, okay, so now we have arguments on the table for and against the Second Amendment, okay? The big argument, we have all the arguments for it. We have the big argument against it. Well, if we don't, the problem is if we don't get rid of it, then, you know, the aliens are going to blow us all up. Um, they're gonna be like, I mean, yes, it does not directly attack the like the intellectual like, like foundation of the arguments for. Let's take the aliens out of it and let's just say humanity and society will become unstable, and we will all die. Like, how about this? See, so humanity dies right now. We have the smartphone, right? Everyone has a smartphone, but you know what? We're gonna have to take it away because if you do some punches and some calculates, it becomes a Hiroshima bomb, Hiroshima bomb, and blows up your city. Okay, to me that's new information I didn't know about smartphones, and right. now I would be very, very, you know, obligated to confiscate them as fast as humanly possible because you know right. there's some gonna be some drunk dude who's like, guys, look at this, and blow up the city. Right. Okay, that is new information. And I right. agree, you would revise your statement of, like, everyone should have access to smartphones, and, and we can't take them away, and you can do whatever you want. And now, this thing can blow up a city of millions. Like, I agree. Come grab it. Take it away. I think someone's saying, Riley, one plus one equals eight, and if you don't agree with me, I'm going to shoot you in the head. That's an odd boculum. Well, yeah, of course. But, like, I think your scenario of, hey, you have this more information now, that this conclusion, if sustained, will destroy your society... I think it's pretty good reason to right. revise. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying that like that. You know, the idea that guns are good against the government is dumb because the aliens are going to fucking blow us up if we don't get rid of it. We're not questioning the validity of the actual arguments themselves. We're weighting the costs of the arguments. Okay. Well, is that not an argument in and of itself? I'm okay. I, I, I suppose so. But the more, the main point here is, and again, this is really unnecessary to get into because ultimately, at the end, at the end of the day, it's just it's allowing, like, the idea if you are allow yourself to be revisionist, there's no reason to ever be like super concrete in things that you. And really anything beyond okay, like death, the law of identity, the thing that is doing the revision. Sure. Right? Because what is the mechanism that says you need to revise this? Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, beyond that, there's no real reason to have any sort, and, like, that's what I feel like what is going on here with this, like, consequentialism and God thing is that, like, you have this a very irrational kind of clinging towards it when there's no reason 
to be like that whatsoever because ultimately you don't know maybe and maybe this maybe there is no scenario maybe you are right maybe there is no scenario that exists where god is moral and just as a conscious being to let human suffering occur in the manner that it does but you don't know because you haven't gone through every single one you're not you don't know how omnipotence greater power all the blah 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 and interferes where how it interacts with consequences and all this blah 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 stuff okay you don't know so you shouldn't the point is you shouldn't really care this like we should not have even gone into this conversation it should have been like yeah i mean you're right there i suppose that something could exist i don't have any idea right the thing is first off you said out here there's your revision mechanism that's not subject to revision. Otherwise, then it revises itself, and then it can prove itself wrong. And then how are you revising things if it's not... Right. You get into, the, again, the infinite regression issue that we had there. Like, I think consequentialism kind of is out here on my revision thing. And because of that, yes, you can get information that comes into play, but it doesn't throw this away. Okay, so don't think of, like, challenging the laws of consequentialism. Think of it, because the consequentialism... Okay, because, like, you deem it suffering, right? Think of it like this. You're, it, it's because you... Yeah. Don't think of it as, like, we're challenging consequentialism. Think of it as we're challenging the qualification that it follows that it, it, it follows consequentialism, okay? Because you're implying... Your loaded term here is that it's human suffering, Okay, and to us it's suffering, but maybe it's not suffering. I'm again, I don't know how you, this would work or how you. I mean, fucking, we we've just. How do you twist your mind into this? The point is, is don't like it. Okay, let me put this. It can exist within consequentialism as well. There you go. You, there's some scenario that exists within consequentialism that as well. Claim. Very hard to believe. I, I okay yeah I, you don't have to fucking tell me but the point is. Point is, is that the scenarios that you have, you have so much infinity against you here. It, I cannot. It, we, it but I think, I'm, like, the probability of that being the case has to be because so, that's you don't know. what consequ- you don't know. consequentialism you don't know. You, cares about suffering. Like, okay, may, if, if you can stomp it out, it's going to okay, dictate that you maybe, do that. Maybe he does care about suffering. Maybe this is necessary in some way. Maybe this is a punishment in some way. Maybe this is going to lead to better things. Maybe there's purpose behind the suffering. Blah, blah. Like, you see what I'm saying? You could do... There's so many fucking ways you could go about this to to where, to where interact with it where it works with consequentialism. Well, okay? I will have to hear an argument. From someone very creative then <laughs> yeah i mean sure i don't know i mean and again maybe that's not the case right maybe even though there are a million billion different ways in infinity maybe it's maybe like it is suffering boom it's bad period i'm not saying that that's off the table for sure that could easily be an outcome but i could also see because again we're dealing with unlimited fucking infinity here maybe probably the, i would assume probably there's one probably there's a few that, that exists that, yeah, I would say that's okay. That would justify everything, okay? So, again, the point, the overall point here is that you don't know, okay? And it's just not, okay, and I, again, I understand this is kind of the technicality argument, and I am a firm disbeliever in the technicality argument. I think it's very stupid. Um, but I think in this case where it's something that is not, like, where it's not, like, worthwhile to, like, care about what the conclusion is, I think it's fair. I, th- I think in that case, that's when, like, the, the technicality argument is, like, is f- something that's fair to bring into play. Um, it's not like, you know, you don't know if you actually exist, okay, so go walk in front of the fucking car, right? Like, obviously the technicality argument there is asinine, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just in general, it kind of has no real purpose other than to ensure that we are being like open-minded um, as uh, again the good for intellectual traits that you need to have. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think important. a lot of it stem- stems from this. Um, and I think that's where a lot of your position comes from. And again, I don't disagree with that. All right. Um, but. Well, I was merely pointing out like this, this like resistance that I, I felt was like unnecessary. I just didn't see any reason. Yeah, for and it like to I, like I said, I really someone else can have that argument and make it better than me. And it's just like, why am I doing it? Um, well, I mean, well, I mean, that's how I feel about everything that I talk about. Mm, yeah, you're too good for everybody. No, that's the opposite. It'd be like I I'm mean, not good enough for so, any of this bullshit. So full of himself. Let the other no smarter people. I actually have a second chair here to seat his ego in. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I meant by it. What I meant by it was that there's better, smarter people that give a shit about this, that are far more into the study of this, that are far more intelligent. They can go along and do all this bullshit. They can report back to me the conclusions. I'll be like, "You got it, buddy." So, and then off we go. One thing that uh, we've discussed about in our discussions of religion is that, like, I assign chance to human suffering. That's what I say. I think chance could just be the reason why. And, again, that's perfectly within the realm of possibility. Cause okay, here's another one. What if he's a conscious human being? Okay, really quick. What if he's a super... Like, there's all the stuff we said, but then, like, there's another greater power... Oh my God! No, no. Where's the greater power of that greater power, and the greater power of that greater power, and the greater power of that greater power? Maybe, maybe he can't influence chance. There you go. I don't think what? I don't know. That'd be crazy. I don't. He's not all powerful. Then he gets a dice throw. He could be whatever. Shit. He could be whatever he wants. Okay, he could work out any way. I think like the common definitions of God are he's all all powerful and he is the ultimate origin. I don't give what the common definitions because it's something that no one knows is real or not. It's like saying all vampires have to have pointy teeth. They do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways, back to what you're saying. So we've discussed, like, putting chance as the answer to bad things happening. Or to, yeah, just to bad things happening. Or good things happening. Or what have you. Like, as the answer to something. How do we get here? Well, it's probably just chance. You know, the dice rolled a certain way and bam, in existence. Like, how did Earth come to be? Again, that was chance as well. That was really chance and... Life becoming to be apparently is astronomical chance, but despite these, and I've seen in arguments for the, I actually saw that on PragerU where some guys like the chances for life are so astronomically low that you know like God has to come into play. It's like or the law of large large numbers is a thing, and that if your statistics are true, as in it's in, you know it's one out of a trillion, well you still have to get your one, otherwise you don't. Get the one your one out of a trillion statistic is not true. It's because right. then it should be zero if you don't right. get your one. Um but like you have a great aversion to just saying it's chance. Or at least the last time I talked to you about this, you said I I don't think it's chance. These are so astronomical. It has to be well, I a mean, conscious being coming into play. I mean, but I I also accept that. Okay, so first, just to clarify, I'm not religious. I I would I I call myself an individual of faith, so I do believe in a greater power. But I do not believe in any circumstance that I have any sort of evidence for it, um, or anything like that, or I have any like, like concrete arguments in my opinion like what i say is that yes i acknowledge that these things could absolutely be coincidental and they could be pure chance but i choose i'm making an act of choice to believe that there's something more okay why 
are you making? Like, the law of large numbers would prove why these astronomical occurrences are astronomical. Oh, okay. And sure. that they do occur. Okay, sure. But why is that insufficient for you? Um, so, for me, I just think that, like, too many of those things, like, too much, too many things have gone right and too much has happened to where I don't believe that it's just simply the law of large numbers acting on its own accord. I don't believe that that is enough of a justification because I don't think that the large number part is really satisfied there. Right, okay, so if I'm talking about so like... So like, let's just start with the existence of life in the universe. Like, no, the no, universe no, 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 looks no, pretty no, big. No, 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 Okay, no, so no. What, what event... I, I don't Do give a shit about any of that, okay? I'm talking for me in my own personal life and, like, the significant events that have occurred in my own personal life, okay? And a lot of them, they could have gone way, very, very different ways. And there are certain things that have occurred outside of this. Um, like, okay, like the one girl being born with, like, the fucking brain fluid of... Uh, the canal of brain fluid... And then she was at the movie theater. It was like a one in like a fucking gazillion chance of being born with this birth defect. She was at the movie theater that the, the shooter shot in. Um, she was shot with a round um, that that would have followed this canal perfectly. Um, and she survived. Okay, like th like things like that. I'll, I'll say like, yeah, I don't know if, I want, if I'm going to call, call it's just, just the large numbers. Law of large numbers on that. Um, maybe it is. Like, would you accept the law of large numbers as being a sufficient explanation as to how that would occur? Yeah, I, I absolutely. I would say, yeah, absolutely. It could absolutely be a coincidence, for sure. But I choose to believe otherwise. Um, now, and that, that's and that's not. That's just kind of. I suppose. So, I'm, I suppose. I, now I'm, we're we're back to the lightning from Zeus versus lightning from physics thing. I feel because, like you well, said, you no, accepted. No, because I, I don't. I don't think that. Like, okay, like the like. Yes, you could accept that it's a coincidence. Of course, I think it could be a coincidence, which essentially is the law of large numbers acting. Um, but like, I don't think that you you really know. It's not. Co it's not one hundred percent concrete, right? And then, but maybe that because the coincidence was so improbable, the statistical probability was so small that... But non-zero, would you say it's non-zero? Yeah, it was non-zero, right? Because it, ha it must have been, because it occurred. Um, like, I think that is enough to, I think that is enough to be like, you know, maybe there is more. Again, there's nothing here concrete. I would never make the statement that, well, this has happened. This was essentially a statistical impossibility, so therefore there must be something there. Or improbability, right? Right, it's such a statistical impossibility, or improbability that, you know, this was never, like, there must be something. I would never say that. What I would say is, like, wow, this was such a grand statistical improbability that, yeah, you know, maybe there is something. And I would also argue, too, I just also clarify that in the cases where, like, a that girl being shot, I am much less concrete, nor do I, and I care to a far less degree about that specific occurrence than I do with the things in, in my life where it's, like, it's all very personal and, like, you know, this, this, this extreme feeling and sense of, like, purpose, right? Like, where does that come from? Like, is, like, I, and I believe that because of all, like, the things that have transpired, all, like, the, all this fortune that I have been, like, bestowed with, like, I don't, one, I, I feel like, I feel almost as if, though, like, it's unappreciative to, to not, like, at this point, like, I feel like it's, like, yeah, it's unappreciative to not believe in, like, a greater power. And then the second thing is that I also am recognizing entirely that I am choosing to believe something that could be just complete happenstance, complete law of numbers. Go going back to one of your your previous statements, like if it has no effect on your life, then why does it matter to you? Like having 
faith in this thing that, for the most part, is just playing with the ever so small probabilities well, I mean, I, in your I, life. I don't. I don't think that it does have no effect. Like I think there. I think there's a very significant effect. What, what is this effect? So I would say this would be like I would categorize it as like my like feeling of purpose, right? I have a very very defined and very very like um, indomitable feeling of purpose in my mind because of your faith in some higher power. Well, I don't know where it comes from, but like this is kind of what this like it all seems to kind of like fit together very well. So maybe it's just a maybe it's just a very delusional story that I've told myself. Um, that could be fair, that that could be a possibility, but I choose to believe that it's not. I actually do, I do think that, like, no, things have worked together so well and everything kind of exists so well that I, I don't, I don't believe that it's just sheer fucking luck. I don't believe that it's just sheer happenstance. There's no way. Um, well, there's a way, of course, but, like, in my mind, like, I don't believe that at all. Um, and so that would be, like, one of the significant effects felt, like, oh, again, one of the significant effects of this thing is, like, I attribute, like, all, like these like really like fortunate circumstances and events occurring like i don't think that that is that's this thing that i don't know having no effect i think that's the thing that i don't know about having an effect like i i wouldn't i wouldn't like rule those is it more like a psychological impact or is there like i i would dice rolls are so nice it has to be i mean i i would say it's 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 definitely like a mix of like kind of everything for sure and then you say this gives you a, a purpose can you have this purpose without it in your life or like how does it give you purpose? Um I don't think I could no. Cuz I, I don't think I would feel any sort of justification to do what I'm doing at all. How does it give you justification to do what you do? Um because it's like the idea is that okay you've been granted all this stuff like there is okay again in my mind like I've been granted all of this you know fortune and all these things and like you know I have been given you know a significant advantage and all this and all this stuff and i've always been kind of given an out i've been extremely lucky like nothing bad has ever really happened to me um so like all all these things have kind of like these are like gifts or you could consider i suppose you consider them gifts or maybe you could consider them like um you know these were these were kind of like the hand of fate so to speak kind of interjecting to ensure that i do something later on right because at any point in time one of these things could have gone wrong and then I wouldn't have done anything later on, right? Or it would have it had a significant impact. It would have fucked something up, blah, 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 blah. Whereas everything has just so, everything has just gone in such a straight line. It's very odd. It's a very nice, very nice straight line where nothing has really deviated. There's been no, everything has kind of worked towards like um, an end goal. Again, I feel that's just the law of large numbers okay right that. again sure you can all you can of course call it consequence or coincidence i'm not going to say that i know either or but i i choose to believe it's not coincidence if you did choose to believe it was coincidence you really think that would just you just be like well whatever you just yeah i no yeah absolutely i think if i if it was all just coincidence and i was just lucky as fuck then i definitely i i think i would i would feel a very very severe lack of like give a shit I don't think I give a fuck. Why? What makes you give a shit? Like, I don't... Can you fill that in in, in any way? I, I mean, uh... Like, just, again, this idea that, like, this is all kind of led towards a direction. Like, this is the direction that I'm supposed to go. 
right? And if, like and some if, external thing said, Riley, you need to go that right, way. Right, and it's point like it kind of like gives like a push and a point towards a specific direction, right? And if that thing didn't exist, and I believe there was all consequence, I wouldn't I wouldn't follow that direction at all. I would be like, well, who gives a fuck? It's all bullshit at the end anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, I just got lucky. So what is, like, so if someone, this other thing told you, go that way, and you're like, yeah, someone <laughs> told me to go that way. But if, if it was just all chance, and then it's just all the cards laid that way, and you're like, no, no one's telling me to do this, I'm done. I mean, I mean, pretty much, uh, I, yeah, pretty, like, yeah, I feel like, if, if I didn't feel any sort of sense of purpose of some greater end goal, then, like, like I would... Like, why does someone, something having to tell you, this is your end goal, go that way, make the goal less worthy, if it's not there well, telling you to go that way? Well, I mean, I think that make, that makes the goal more worthy, because then it implies that there's some purpose, right? That there's, there, like... Can you? It it gives it, it implies some sort of curiosity for like what's at the end, and then it also implies it also implies a very large degree of strength for endurance, right? So when things are bad, like when I have like bad days or shitty days or things go wrong, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it provides a very very like profound feeling of strength in those times because instead of saying like this is just you know coincidence, we're getting fucked, this sucks dick. It's like no, like I don't view like shitty things like that. Uh, in that regard, it's more like a test. Like this is a test of your endurance. This is a test of like so, your will, right? And then you and this will all be necessary to push to the end, right? And so if you fail so, here, like you kind of fail forever type deal. Do you know if this what this goal is? No. And if it's bad, if it's like Riley, you're gonna kill all humanity. No, no, no. It's like, it's definitely not that. I mean, like everything, like uh, no. No, I I know it's not that. So if it was that, would you stop or would you be like, well, this is what I'm driving towards? If it towards? was that and I had the lack of structure of mental structure and belief to where I could be swayed to doing something um like viciously evil, then I think yeah. But I do I have a very very strong like foundation and structure to where I would never be swayed to like hurt mankind or an individual on any sort of serious level but see this is the part I'm having confusion with because you have this external thing saying go that way and you're just like yes sir but I mean not, if not... it's go that way is terrible and he's not telling you where to go by the way he's, but let's say you know hey oh that looks like the end of humanity at the end of the road <laughs> Like, is it like, oh, well, this is all for well, naught no, now? Cause, cause I, was, I would say the direction, like, very much coincides with, like, again, the foundational of what I believe. Like, you know, like, doing unto others as you would have them to you. Like, being kind. Like, being fair. And like, so why... Here's... We, let's all those cut, things are, like, they move... They all work together. If we cut external man out now, whoever, whatever that was, and you say, I want to go this way, is that just not enough? Like, do you not have the self motivation? <laughs> Fuck no, it's not. I mean, I would if if I didn't feel any sort of like like there was some greater reason, I would not do dick. I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking done with this shit. Because at that point, everything that's everything bad that's happening to you. Okay, first of all, um, I also I also think that there is like there is like a sense of like um, 
narcissism here. I, I think it's like a sense of like feeling special, right? I think that kind of plays into it as well. And once you like accept everything to like circumstance and chance, right? Then like there is no such thing as being special. You just got lucky, right? Which I acknowledge I completely got lucky, of course. But I mean, I think I, I, I don't I don't actively like think about this, but I, I, I must assume that there is some like motivation or some like, you know, feeling of like, oh, I feel like I'm like, you know, di so divinely guided or something like that. You don't feel special. No, that's not the only reason. It's just it, just, it was a part part of the motivation. But going back to like the, the main thing about it is like if you don't feel like there's any greater purpose, then there then that means that like there's no it feels like there's no end to this pursuit. So who gives a fuck? So like, what's the point of like, even pursuing it? and you're not going to do anything with this pursuit or with your pursuits, then, like, it doesn't feel like there's any reason is, to continue them. Or, like, if you... What is greater purpose? What, define what that means. Um, that's, is it external things saying, go this way? Is that... I mean, I think the greater purpose... Like, the, the greater purpose in the way that I phrase it is, like, you have, like... You have, like, this ability to, like, significantly impact mankind and those around you in a very, very positive way... Right, and that's like the end goal for like your existence, right? And that's what the greater purpose is. Like that's like that feel, and that's what that feeling. It's like of on a societal scale, right? Or like it's it's on a very it's on a grand scale. It's on it's, it's far beyond something you'd ever expect for like you know that you would think of just normally, right? In a like what scale. I think my statement of societal scale uh, is still uh, like what scales bigger. I'm well, I don't know like if it would be a societal impact maybe. Well, okay, do you I, I guess like anything beyond like your your immediate area would be societal. So sure. Um yeah, so yeah, on some societal level maybe it's something even beyond that if there is a greater scale. I have no idea, right? But the idea is that there is like it feels, okay, that that feeling of purpose that there is something there, okay? Um so going back to like what it would be without that, I mean like that means that everything is just pure luck. That like there is no that like yeah I just got lucky. Like who gives a fuck, right? Or like and then whenever I'm going through hard shit, it's just yeah we got unlucky. This is fucking trash, right? Whereas it's like whereas like when something good happens, it's like holy shit I was given like like wow I, I got so fucking lucky and it was like it almost like motivates you to do better because you were given a second chance. And then when like, when something bad is happening, it's like holy fuck, like, like, this is brutal, but this is kind of like a test, right? This is to the test of our will, a test of our character, a test to, like, push forward, right? Because we're going to need, like, all of this, you know, to, to, to make it to the end type deal. Whereas once you remove all that, it's like, yeah, we're just getting unlucky, this is fucking gay, like, oh, yeah, we got lucky, dope, whatever, like, I just got lucky, who gives a shit, right? And then it's like, then I also don't have any feeling of, like, yeah, I'm going to do something great with this, like, yeah, I probably won't, like, I don't know, doesn't matter to me. Right, like, it takes away a lot of kind of, like, I w almost want to say majesty of, like, being alive, right? It, it, it kind of, like, makes everything, like, almost nihilistic in a sense. That's kind of what it, it, it goes, it pushes so, greatly towards. Kind of going back to Almost. Your, it's not, I don't believe nihilism ever, but it, it, gets, it gets more towards that area. Your, your purpose, your great purpose was an effect on humanity... On a fairly large scale? Possible. It doesn't have to be that. Maybe, maybe it's just... a little scale. Like, your family, friends, it, like, that's it, good enough? It could enough. be on any sort of scale, and it could be... I don't know what it so is. So, can we remove scale from the equation, then? Just impact on people? Sure. However many. Sure. It doesn't really matter. Sure. So, does an external being have to give you that, or, do you, or external thing? 
No, I don't think an external thing has to like like be there for me to do something along those lines. But I think like an external thing, like for me, exists there because it um, it provides kind of like the motivation, the push, the the belief. Like it provides a lot of kind of like the the steadfast like will, right? Like I think it would be much much more difficult to prove something like that because then then what I think is like you have to be like of a completely like I mean I don't even know. Like, I don't know what mentality you'd have to have to, like, pursue something along those lines. Because I know, I definitely don't think that I am, like, of that, like, mentality. Like, when you think of someone like Martin... No, you're definitely not. Right, like, (laughs) when you think of, like, someone like Martin Luther King or, like, you know, Albert Einstein, there is an incredible, like, sense of, like, you know, benign will and, like, altruism and, like, love for mankind, which I don't think, like, I would ever, I would never qualify or categorize. Well, maybe, like, the sense of, of, like... I mean, I... Blanket statement here about you. You really do not value people. <laughs> I mean... In terms of relationships. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one. I mean, I don't think I, I dis... I don't... I mean, I definitely do love people. Like, I, I don't, like, hate people. That's for sure. I don't think I... I think I can be very cold when it's necessary or when I deem it necessary. All the time. And when I deem it inconsequential to an individual all the time yeah so like i think for the most part like i don't think like me having like a like being very like short and kind of uh, like ruthless with people has like any sort of actual impact on them and i don't think it has like any sort of impact on like my empathy or who i am i think at that point generally when that happens or when that idea when that like behavior is brought about it's just for a simple necessity there's nothing really beyond that um so, I mean, but maybe that disqualifies just, me from having any sort of, like, true altruism. I don't fucking know how that works. But the point is, is that, like, I, I don't think I'm of the of the, just a normal mindset to, like, really pursue something. Like, like, like to me, if there was, like, no greater purpose, I'd probably just pursue what makes me happy. Like, I just do things that make me happy. Which I don't at all. But, like, ever. But, like, if, if I... Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's a good way of putting it. If I felt if if I felt that I didn't have any sort of like like greater guidance or some sort of like greater purpose, um, yeah, I mean I think that would be the fundamental difference. Is I would do things that make me happy. I would do things that I enjoy. Okay. Which so I don't do at all now. You should probably do that. I don't think that's psychologically healthy for you to just. I mean, be I feel perpetually uh, miserable. Uh, okay, and see, and, and like like I like I said, like again, it's where like the the strength. Like I don't feel miserable at all. Even though I don't do anything that I really enjoy, I don't really do anything that like I want to do. I don't really do anything that makes me happy. Um, I don't. Feel... Are you doing this because you have like it's a long term investment, like a little yeah, bit right now? Like, pay yeah, off like later. You, know, you know, we we uh, what what is what is the what is the fucking magi say to O'Connell and the mummy? Live today, fight tomorrow. It's that type of deal. It's 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 that it's that type of mentality. Like you know, we we bleed today to never bleed. Um, you know. Again, so long-term investment. Yeah, um, and so like, and I think that is that is like the biggest difference because again, if I did not have this kind of pushing or feeling, and, the, and again, the, the thing I wanted to point out though is like, I really don't do anything that I really enjoy. I really don't do anything that makes me happy. I really don't pursue anything that I want to pursue or that I feel like a great desire, like pleasurable desire to pursue. Um, but no part of me feels like depressive. No part of me feels anxiety. No part of me. I mean, I have like my sad days, like once in a blue moon, but like the sadness is so like inconsequential and like non-comparable to like 
the will of like carrying on that I have. Like it doesn't. It has like it's like a stone against a fucking you know like castle wall. Um, like I don't feel any of that. I don't feel stress. I don't feel anxiety. Again, I don't feel really any sort of depression. I don't feel any really sort of sadness on any sort of significant scale. Um, despite having absolute, uh, essentially, uh, oh, not essentially, almost no, like, real moments where, like, I'm really just but, in, in joy and, and happiness, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, as like you that. stated, it's because you have a long-term investment coming down the road. Right. So, do you know what that investment is, or is that the great purpose? Yeah, that's kind of the greater purpose type deal. Okay. So... Like, two comments I, I want to give One is off the cuff. So, you said, being brutal and ruthless to people, I don't think impacts our relationships. I very much disagree with that statement. I, I think mean, I mean, might, well, that might impact a relationship with you, people a little you're bit. You're forgetting that I threw in there that when it is inconsequential to them. Hmm. I, think I hope your very... inconsequential evaluation meter is spot yeah. on. I like to say it's pretty accurate. <laughs> okay. I do pretty well. I do pretty well with people. So. Okay. Um. But the second thing I want to get back to a point you made earlier is that like, the majesty goes away. Right. Like. How does that go away? Because it's not. Because then nothing is for purpose, nothing was created, like, nothing was designed, it's all just kind of random luck happenstance, and you are essentially a bumbling idiot who fell down the staircase and landed in a pot of gold. Right? And it's like, well... But now you have gold. I don't give a shit. Life gave you lemons. It doesn't matter. Why not make lemonade? I mean, well, yeah, obviously I would, but, like, 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 just having gold is not really worth anything to me like that's great but like it, it's the, the the creation and development of your character that's really important and if everything that happened was just pure luck and happenstance can you not and you had no you had, like there was no develop real strength. your character be it chance or being be it some i mean purpose i, I mean of course from, you can some... and i i acknowledge that there is a there's a, a problem with that argument too because like you can still develop your character either way of course um i guess what i'm saying is that I suppose like I feel this... like kind of if I can give an analogy there's an invisible carrot in front of you and but you know it's there you can't see it but you, you think it's there and you're just gonna, you, you fucking want it and so um, you're going to keep moving forward so <laughs> I, I guess I guess it all comes back to I mean maybe this is a maybe this is a, is a larger point that I than I originally considered but maybe it's just like that feeling of of being special right maybe that is like what I mean by the majesty right or maybe that's what like a significant motivator. Um, I don't think that is enough because I think the other big, the main thing that I point out that I believe in or that I would like consider is just like the fact that I would do everything totally differently. Like if I didn't feel like there was some like grand scheme, some like, you know, greater idea, I would not be doing anything of what I'm doing right now. My life would be 100% different. You still said you want to have a positive impact on humanity. It's kind of a, a purposeful thing to do. Right, and I, I still think that can apply, yeah, with no. or without I, I, external I, being saying. I, I, I think is it where does too, and maybe maybe it was wrong of me to to remove scale on that point because I think yeah, if you have chance, like like don't get me wrong, I always do all the things that, like make me happy and pursue things, and like my life would be totally different. But I would still like you know do good and do right by those around me. But maybe I, I no, that's not maybe. I think that the grand purpose thing implies that there's a greater scale at hand. Why does scale need to come into play? I, I don't know. Well, because if you can, why? Because like, if you can help a hundred people, why not? Why why not help more? If you can just like well, why? If you can, but there's also a lot of people who don't like. 
you mentioned like Albert Einstein. And okay, so again, you get the special thing here, I guess. There's a lot of people that don't. Maybe that's what everyone does. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that has. I don't fucking have any idea. Maybe I mean, maybe that's a possibility. Impact. But like, if you end up only affecting like twenty people, which yeah, I, mean, I would consider a fairly small scale. I mean, I would too. Like, but as long as it's good, like I don't think it really matters. I agree. I agree yeah. yeah, I I agree. I don't think. So it really can we matters. take scale back off? Or? No, I I think I think scale is kind of the drive. I think I think scale is part of the drive. Is it scale or is it just people? Like I don't think the amount of people is what. No, matters. I think it's just it's more than zero. No, I think I think no, because it's definitely not. It's, it's definitely not more than zero. Like I think if I was doing everyone, I would have a significant like good impact on those around me, or I, at least I would try to. I, I think I would, but I don't know. But I, like, I just, are you gonna say you have less purpose if you only impact a hundred people versus you would have more purpose if you impacted a hundred million people? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say that like there's one is of a yes. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I, I don't think. Yeah, I would because the the problem is is that if you like doing to to impact like a hundred million people, you must have done something incredible, right? Like you must have really done a lot, as opposed to like. And I I don't I don't think one is like I don't think it's bad to be one or the other. I don't think, in some ways, one is equivalent, and in some ways they're equivalent, and in some ways they're they're not equivalent. And I think I think in the, in the sense of purpose and what you can do and like what like the the, the capacity of who you are. Like I think scale does matter. Like if you if you can if you are really like special and you can like create something of insane value that helps a ton of people, like that that is that is a different capacity from someone who like just you know is good to everyone around them. I mean I don't think and like a, a human like a humanity scale and whose life is more meaningful. I don't think that like they're really different, um, or that one is lesser to the other. But. Um, I do think one is of a, a far greater capacity. Like, kind of, this kind of goes back to our meaning, meaning podcast, which is that I think you need to separate moral value and meaningful value. I think these are two separate things. And in terms of scale, I think that's when moral value really comes into play. I think the person who helps 100 million people versus 20 probably has more moral value. But I think meaningful value okay sure maybe yeah fine like i said you, uh, there's different ways you can look at it in some ways it's it's equivalent in some ways it's the same or it's not equivalent but in, in terms of how you're being i think is how where meaning comes in and i think i mean a person who affects 100 million people they probably will have some deep relationships and their character will matter in that regard but i don't think it's going to be more than the person who just affected 20 people or you know dunbar's number uh, right whatever so yeah. So, I think if you take the moral equation out of it, which is important, but I don't think it's important towards purpose. I think they're equivalent. Like, the scale doesn't matter. I mean, like, I, I don't, like, the problem with it is just, like, I don't really have, like, answers for you, and I don't really feel like, like, there's no, like, real swaying my mind on this, unfortunately. Like, I mean, I, I, I for someone who, like, touts the revisionist policy, um, this is not something that, like, I would ever be moved on. Um, and it's also not something I'm not, I'm very good at explaining. Cause frankly, like, I just don't put that much thought into it. Like, you know, like I, I've gotten, I, I've seen enough of what I need to see. I've felt enough of what I need to feel. And that's good enough for me. Again. So that's kind of reliable. It's like, it works for me right now. So I'm going to keep on keeping on. Yeah. It's pretty much. Um, I just think that it seems to me that you need this external thing to say, Riley, you need to do this. And if it wasn't there, you'd be like, well, I'm not doing shit. I, I feel like I if feel it like, was up to you, you'd be like, fuck it. 
Like, yeah, well, I, I feel like, the, like the, the, you're trying to, like, rationalize a position of faith, and I don't think that that can necessarily be done. I don't think that's, like, a thing. Because, like, I think faith is inherently, like, irrational, right? Well, yes, hence faith. Right. So I don't... you definitely don't have reasons for your... Right, faith. exactly. So, like, I, I don't think trying to rationalize it is really worth anyone's time. But, again, I'm more, like, you have this bubble of knowledge... And I, I want to make it bigger so it pushes out some of the faith. Because, again, the, as we agreed at the beginning, they cannot occupy the same space. I mean, yeah, but, like, uh, there's I don't think there's, like, no knowledge you can really feel there. Like, like, I feel... What bothers me is, that like, you like being subjugated to a thing. Like, does that bother you in any way? Like, you just, like, you like this other thing telling you, go that way. Like, well, I mean, yes, thank you. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, like, telling me, right? It, what it is, it's, like, it's, it's reinforcing, like, my, like, I have made all the choices on my own, and it is just kind of, like, lending the helping hand to let those come to be, right? I, I guess I should rephrase, it's not, like, saying, this is what you're gonna do, you gotta go over there. It's more so, like, I have kind of crafted this idea in my head and followed it, and then... I have been given consistent, like, again, the intervention of the hand of fate, right, has been... Has so it's occurred. more like a helping parent, like, hey, what do you want to do with your life? I want to be an astronaut. Okay, let me pitch in and do whatever yeah, I can. Yeah, kind of kind of like that. Like, it, it's, it's very... It feels like it's very much been there, right? And it feels like it very much assists me all the time, right? And so it's kind of like this mutualistic... And, and I also feel that, like, you know, it is, like, you know, whatever the greater power, whatever it is, it's like, you know, like, you are the best... The best way to give back for what it has done is to, um, like, pursue the best that you can, right? It is to, like, pursue the best version of what you are and do the best of what you can do, right? It's kind of like the mutualism there. Why does that drive go away if it doesn't exist? Because then it just, it, it like, it's, uh, I just got lucky. I just got lucky. But that, that doesn't mean you... You try to improve yourself in any way? Like, I mean, like, uh, I gotta try... I, well, no, I, I mean, I what I would say is, like... Like, I would say, like, I, I have improved myself enough, right? Like, I, I would say that, like... And that, that sounds very narcissistic, but I, I would say, like, I'm of a very good, like, mental state and mindset. I know, I know myself very well. Like, I know exactly what I want, what I could do, what I could not do. Like, I'd be totally down to just kind of, like, call it and hang out, right? Like... <laughs> Like that, that, that's an option. Right. But because of this, like, I, I guess I, this idea that like you must always pursue more, um, exists then like it, then I, I, that's what I do. Right. I guess. Um, but that comes because there's this external thing pitching in every once in a while, like, Hey, listen, you're going this way and I'm going to help you out. And if you just ditch on me, you're a dick and I hate you. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, it's kind of like, it's a way of giving back, you know, like, it's like, you know, this, well, like, yeah, I guess what it is. It's like, you know what? Like this thing has kind of played its hand several times. Right. So it's like, well, I mean, I appreciate it, buddy. Like, I'll, well, I guess we'll, we'll go on. Right. And it's very, it's a very much like a, it's not so much like a subjugation, like, over you it's very much like a mutual like agreement or a mutual arrangement type deal that's very i find that very interesting to me just because like what you've done is you've anthropomorphized luck <laughs> what did you fucking say you, you've given luck human characteristics you said it's a conscious thing and i'm appreciative of what it's done therefore i, I can't let it down 
Like, it's done so much for me. I can't just be like, well, screw right, you. Yeah. And, and then, okay, that's just, what drives just you? Just to make me sound like less of a fucking insane person, I do believe that, like, luck is a thing. But I also, but I, I'm saying that, like, this thing, this existence is not just, like, I've added human characteristics to luck as an idea. I, mean, I don't... What about... Like, in concept, Like, actual yes. people. What if I'm, like, Riley... Listen, me as Regan Fensel, I'm very grateful for what you do and what you've done, and I appreciate you getting smarter and learning things so we can have conversations like this. And, and maybe our parents are that way, and our other siblings and all your friends are that way. Like, would that be an insufficient replacement? Um, no, but I mean, like, it, it's they like that. They are also like a part of the equation as well. Right? Like, all those things, like, come into be, like, are also part of, like, the purpose, right? Because it's not like, it's not like I'm just pursuing this just to make this thing happen. Like, the whole idea is, that, like, everything around you gets better as well. Right? Like Right. But if we take luck, you know, god of luck out okay, of the equation. So, okay, so, okay. Yeah, then okay, if we give it to that, well, then it's like, well, I mean, I think I've fucking done plenty. You know? Like, as long as I'm not a drug addict piece of shit, right? Honestly, it would probably be better for my parents if I just fucking stopped and went and had kids. I went and fucking, like, got a house and, like, you know, graduated and, like, started, like, you know, living, like, normally. I probably, my, my mom and dad would probably be happier about it. Like, I don't think that, like, like, I, I feel like, and again, I could be wrong. I feel like I am, like, a good enough influence for the people around me. I don't think I'm necessarily, I don't, I don't think that, like, I caused some, like, great problem. I don't, I don't think that I, like elevate anyone so, to like, some greater status or you wouldn't like be driven to be better no I'd, I wouldn't feel like I need to be I, I, would, I would feel like I've done like plenty I, I feel like I, I have plenty of knowledge I could teach I feel like I have plenty of things that I could give back like I, I feel like there's a lot of things I could do and so the drive to have more impact on more people in, in either scale or sure would not just be that wouldn't be enough of a drive for you it has to be no, no, well, because I, again, like, the thing is, is, like, I just don't, like, know if I would, well, cause, again, at that point, I would just assume that everything was, like, pure coincidence, I'm like, yeah, well, um, I'm good, we made it, got lucky as fuck, thank God. But you could always increase your capacity, like, which is what you're doing now. Right, yeah, but like, it's, but you um, would stop but increasing your capacity is gay as fuck, like, why the fuck would I do that, like, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's plenty enough, I, I'm not, I'm not, like, a, I must have the Eiffel Tower and fucking, you know, fuck a model but again, on a it's, 10 million dollar yacht type person, I'm really happy with very little, you can help more people like you said that's the greater purpose is to help as many people as you can i mean but like i i wouldn't say that that like, like I, whether chance god is pushing you that way or not or <laughs> chipping god. in or not like that that would still be there wouldn't it i mean i don't know if it would i don't know i don't know what i would be like if i didn't if none of these things came I, i'm assuming i'd be a significantly different person maybe it would maybe it wouldn't hmm. i i wonder that just because it seems like like your drive and will are very much a part of who you are. Right. And then for me to come and say, hey, Riley, guess what? It's all chance. It's all chance. There's no God. It's all chance. And you'd be like, fuck it. I'm out. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, kind of. I'd be like, well. You'd really, could you really think psychologically you could just turn that off? I mean, I don't know if it ever would have been turned on. But would it be turned off? Initial well, kickstart, like, it's already, it's on now, so let's well, just... Well, okay, okay, right, but if you go to the theoretical, like, I don't think it ever would have been, like, really turned on if I didn't have this kind of, like, idea in my head, right? 
It's kind of the problemo there. But I don't think it necessarily means it turns off if something goes away. Well, if away. it was never on, then it can't be turned off. But it's already on. Riley. Not like, right now. Not, okay, no. I'm not arguing like 10, 10 weeks down down the road, I like throw this all out the window. I mean, honestly, like if 10 weeks, if 10 weeks down the road, I fucking just totally lost all of this shit. And I didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I'd probably turn off. I mean, I'd probably like still go to the gym and like take care of myself, but that'd be fucking it. I'll go get a job. I stop playing fucking video games. I'd never touch them again. I go do a, a million different fucking things in my entire life. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I, it, they, that's like not an idea right now. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Are you done, fucking? Yeah, I'm. I'm done. I'm thank interrogating you for the, me. Well, I. I'm sorry. I, it was a good conversation. I think. I just. I, I thank you for doing that with me. I, I appreciate it. Panda Express. Yeah, don't worry about it. Why didn't you have spaghetti with us? Because I need accurate caloric counts. Okay. And okay. The world doesn't run on fucking. No, you know, runs fairy on tales. Panda Express. Yeah, it doesn't apparently. run on fairy tales <laughs> and fucking misinformation. We need hard numbers. Because Panda Express is 100% accurate. What you order, it's it would accurate. be exactly 1,500 calories. If you it's order accurate enough. Calories. It's more accurate than... And I have no fucking idea. Okay. Well, what works for you works for you. All right, let's uh, bring the podcast to the end. It's been a while since we've done one. It's been almost half a year, I think. It's been a long time. Yeah, I'm glad we got back to it. I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's fine. I won't, I won't force you to do it. Um, but uh, you can reach us at truth at gmail.com we're on Facebook we're on Twitter give us some feedback um, thanks for listening I'm Regan I'm Riley see you in the next one